give up, don't you quit. Never give up, don't you quit. Hallelujah. Well, let's see. There is a um, pastor has been talking lately about bedrock truths. And like it seems like lately, um, people are talking about what is your truth? Everybody has a truth, right? But if we base our truth on the truth, right? So I've got some, and, um, and it, you know, it's been working. I see it. Uh, let love be the motivation of everything that you do. Together, all of us together combined, corporately, we make a family, prefer one another. God can do anything but fail. God can do anything but fail. But courage is required. And it takes courage to do what God has called us to do. So we need to be determined, passionately advancing until the end and be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's why we never give up and we will not. Don't you quit. Don't quit. You'll have many opportunities to do so. Just don't take them. Um, A couple of side notes here. God has guaranteed our success, and he's going to personally see to it that whatever project or whatever it is he's called you to, um, you will succeed. Even if you had a few rough spots, you wouldn't worry with failing because you have God's word. Come on now. You will succeed. So it it makes it very easy to have a winning attitude that way. When you know that he has your back in everything you do, even when things get a little rough and rocky, he's got you. God promised in his word that we would succeed. We're an overcomer. In him, we overcome any problem in the world. And, and it should be any and every. We're, over, we're world overcomers. Jerry, uh, Jerry Savelle said this, God is always setting you up for success. God is always setting you up for success. There are times where it may not look like it, may not seem like it, may not feel like it, but you know in your knower that God is for you. He's not against you, which means he's setting you up. There's something good coming down the pike. Amen? Amen. So dictionary.com, I looked up success. It means the, the attainment of wealth, position, honors, achievement, fame, triumph. So, and then there's synonyms, which are little roots of off it, offshoots, and uh, it, synonyms for success, to succeed, to flourish, to prosper, and to thrive. So I thought, these are pretty cool words. Let's look them up. And to succeed is to turn out well, to attain a goal. To turn out well, to attain a goal. To flourish is to give evidence of success, evidence of, a rev, of, of your reputation. You got a good reputation. And there's going to be evidence of it. To prosper is to to achieve and enjoy material success. Come on, he wants you to prosper. And to thrive, I like this one, it suggests vigorous growth and development, such as results from natural vitality or favorable conditions. The Webster's 1828 Dictionary says about thrive, to grow, to increase, to advance in anything that is valuable. God wants you to advance in absolutely everything on every area. And God's favor in your life will cause you to increase. His favor in your life will cause you to increase. Why? We acknowledge that we, we walk in the favor of God. Amen? Let's go to Psalms 5. Yeah, thank you. Psalms 512. We'll start in New King James. I've got a few uh, different versions that we're going to read from. 
but Psalms 512 in the New King James. It says, for you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. Who that? That's us. With favor, you will surround him and her as with a shield. New Living, it says, you will surround them with your shield of love. I like that one. You surround them with your shield of love. In the new, uh, the, it's the New Living Bible. It says, you'll protect him with your shield of love. So he's not only is he going to surround you, he will protect you. Amplified, it says, as with a shield, you will surround him with goodwill, pleasure, and favor. Sounds pretty good, right? Good deal. Amen. Why? Because God's favor in your life will cause you to increase. Uh, the Hebrew word translated favor is, is raw stone, R-A, no, rat stone, uh, R-A-T-S-O-N. It refers to acceptance, good pleasure, delight, approval, satisfaction. In the vines, it says to have God's favor, listen to this, to have God's favor is to bask in the sunshine of his smile of approval. To bask in the sunshine of his smile of approval. He's looking down at his smile and saying, hey, that's my boy. That's my girl. Mm-hmm. My girl. My girl. Talking about. Look at, are you swooning? Start going in there. Yeah. 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 It means the Lord. It means having the Lord single you out for special attention. Come on. This is my beloved son. This is my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. Doesn't that sound like basking in the sunshine of a smile of approval? Come on. Having God's favor is having his goodwill, being in a position to receive his benefits. And if you put all those together, it says you surround us with the shield of your love. You protect us with the shield of your love. And you surround us with goodwill, pleasure, and favor. Man, we start praying that and thanking God for favor. Come on, it's worth, it's worth it. It's worth the ask. And it's worth the thanks. Amen. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 10, verses 35 and 36. And the NLT, New Living Translation, please. Because success does not mean that you'll never have problems. Don't you know that? Praise the Lord. <laughs> but... It does mean that you know how to overcome them with the word of God, right? So in Hebrews 10, 35 and 36, New Living, it says, do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. No matter what happens, don't throw away your trust. Don't throw away what it is that's been instilled into you. What is your truth? Don't throw that away. Come on now. It says, don't throw away this confident trust in the Lord or truth, you could say, no matter what happens. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now, so you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. Just don't quit. Come on. Never give up. Don't you quit. It says, don't throw it all away. You are sure of yourselves then. It's just still a sure thing. But you need to stick it out. Staying with God's plan so you be there for the promised completion. Stick with the plan so you can finish strong, right? Verse 39, but we're not quitters who lose out. We don't quit. Oh, no. Oh, no. We'll stay with it and survive trusting God all the way. 
Come on, you think about this. You've come too far to quit now. Where are you going to go? Right? Come on, think about it. You need to stick it out. We're not quitters. We're winners, right? We're not whiners. There are times when we, hey, there's all, every one of us has a chance to have an opportunity to whine. It's like you're getting rid of your pressure relief valve. Then you kind of, come on now. Come on now. Yeah, that's done. Let's get on with it. So John 16, please, King James. We don't quit. We refuse. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Come on. You can't be in the ministry for close to 30 years and not entertain an opportunity to quit. Praise the Lord. I just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play with it for a minute, then you throw it away. <laughs> Cast it to the ground. <laughs> Hard. John 16, 33. These things I've spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. We've been tribulating. Woo! Glory to God. But enough of that. There's where the butt comes in. See, that's where you need a well-placed butt. Right there. Right there. Right? It says, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And that's have. Past tense. You already did it. That's why we can be good, of good cheer. And it's like, okay, tribulation came. Woo, there it is. Bam. But I'm back on my feet again. Be like, remember those, um, those, those toy clowns, that the blow-up ones that used to punch and they come back? <laughs> yeah, smack that thing and just go, ooh, I'm back again. Oh, yeah? <laughs> come on now. Just smack it. New Living Translation, uh, John 16, 33. It said, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you'll have many trials and sorrows, <laughs> but take heart because I've overcome the world. I like this one in the message. I've told you all this, so trusting in me. That's what we do. We trust in him. You will be unshakable. Come on, and assured, deeply at peace. In this godless world, you continue to experience difficulties, but take heart. I have. Come on, he's conquered the world. <laughs> so one of the key char characteristics that successful people have, really one of them, is a winning mindset. Have your mindset to win. I've been watching, um, I've been following Detroit Lions for years. And this year, they actually, they're winning games. They haven't won a game in about three years. And they started to win, and they didn't know how to, they didn't know how to win. They were so used to losing. But this new, Kate, this new coach came in and changed their mindset, right? And that's because, you know, you can get used to losing just as much as you can get used to winning. And so he changed their mindset. And, and dictionary.com says... Uh, mindset, habits of the mind formed by previous experiences, right? And there are some, you know, so <laughs> previous experiences. Well, I've been divorced. I'm this. I'm that. And you have formed your mind based on your previous experience. It's a fixed mental attitude that predetermines a person's responses to and interpretations of situations. Because that happened to me, well, it's going to happen to you. Something bad happened to me, so something bad's going to happen to you. Well, who is that, Oral Roberts? Something good's going to happen to you today? Come on now. We could change that mindset. 
And even in this days of COVID, we've been walking around totally 100% happy, and a lot of people are stuck in fear still to this day, right? And, and so what is that? It's a mindset, right? My mind is set on, I'm not getting it, right? So General George Patton, you know who he is? You heard of him? Here's his mindset. He said, he said this, to die for your country is no way to win a war. The way to win a war is to make your enemies die for theirs. Bam! <laughs> Come on now. There's a winning mindset. Let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 6 and 7, King James. And then we will be going to the Pashon. In 2 Timothy 1, verses 6 and 7, King James, it says, Wherefore I put you, into I put you in remembrance that you, stir, you, 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 stir up the gift of God, which is in you by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he's given us power, love, and a sound mind. In the New Living, it says, This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid hands on you. Stir it up. For, okay, it's a New Living Translation. Uh, it says, this is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. This is why we pray for people. This is why we open up the front so people can get stirred up. Right? Right? Yeah, we do that. Stir you up. And, and, and so... Uh, it says, when I laid my hands on you, for God has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity, timidity, but a power, love, and self-discipline. Here's a passion one. This is good. It says, I'm writing to encourage you to fan into flame, rekindle the fire. See, when you get prayed for up here, it's a rekindling of your fire. Because sometimes, like I said last, last time I preached, sometimes your wood gets a little wet. And you need to just to stir up those embers, right? And so that's what he's saying. Rekindle the fire of the spiritual gift God imparted to you when I lay my hands on you. Because like Pastor was saying on Sunday, sometimes you just don't feel saved. Sometimes you just feel like, oh, right? And, and so that's how you stir yourself up. For God will never give you the spirit of fear. Never, never, never give you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who, who gives you mighty power, he gives you what? Mighty power, love, and self-control. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, please, King James. Again, never give up. Don't you quit. Don't quit. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Can't. 2 Corinthians 4.13, it says, We, having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe, therefore have I spoken, we also believe, and therefore speak. I like the message. We're not keeping this quiet. No, not on your life. Just like the psalmist who wrote, I believed it, so I said it. We say what we believe. Right? Yeah. Jesus said what? You can have what you say. Too often we say what we have. Right? And we're changing all the time, though. Why? Because his thoughts are not like our thoughts. And we're getting just changed and 
fired up and, and just doing it. Why? That's what we do. So how are you going to handle it when stuff happens? What do you believe? What are you saying? We say what we believe. We're coming through on the other side. Come on. We're not giving up and we're not going to quit. Let's go to Hebrews 10.35, please, King James. Hebrews 10.35. Let me know when you're there. All right. It says, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of a reward. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Or you will receive the promise. For yet a little while, he that shall come will he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. That is us. And if any draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him, right? But in the Passion, uh, 10.35, I like this one. It says, so don't lose your bold, courageous faith. Come on now. Don't lose your bold, courageous faith. For you are destined for a great reward. It's a great reward. Come on now. You need the strength of endurance to reveal the poetry of God's will. And then you'll receive the promise in full. Verse 37, for soon and very soon, the one who is appearing will come without delay. Verse 38, he also says, my righteous ones will live from my faith. He gives it to you. But if fear holds them back, my soul is not content with them. But we are certainly not of those who are held back by fear and perish. We're among those who have faith and we experience true life. Come on, true life. What is that? overcoming, walking in the favor of God. When you walk in the favor, how can you quit? You're too favored to quit. You got too much favor going on in your life to give up. Mm -hmm. God promises that mega rewards are in store for those who will not cast away their faith while they're under pressure. Pressure comes. It does. But what do we do? We overcome it, right? And sometimes we need four or five crazy friends. Pull us up. Come on now. It's in the Bible. It's necessary. We're not designed to walk through this alone. You are not alone. So um, it says, God promises mega rewards that are in store for those who will not cast away their faith while they're under pressure. As great as your problem may seem, it can never be greater than the greater one who resides in us. Come on. Your problem is not greater than the Lord God who can fix it. John, uh, 1 John 4, 4. Greater is he who's in us and he's in the world, right? Jerry Savelle said this. Um, I think this is one of, the, uh, um, one of the times we were down at the Believers Convention. He said, whatever God is asking you to do today, know for sure, know for sure that you are well able to do it Put your faith in the Christ in you and just do it. God is setting you up for success. And whatever it is, <laughs> this is good. Whatever, you, whatever you're going through, it has a time limit and it has a lifespan. Isn't that good? Don't quit. Why? Because all bad things must come to an end. Whatever you are going through has a time limit and a lifespan. So don't quit. Come on now. All bad things must come to an end. 
<laughs> so I had to look up quit. Are you ready? To stop, to cease from doing something, to discontinue, to depart from, to leave a place or person, to give up or resign, to let go, relinquish, stop trying, struggling to accept, acknowledge, or acknowledge defeat. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Acknowledge defeat. you got to be kidding me. What are you doing? Sit there and roll over? And do what? Huh? No, 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 no. That's not us. <laughs> Here's one. To release one's hold of something, grasp. Don't you let go of the God who's got you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. In Micah 7, uh, chapter 7, verse 8, the King James, it says, Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, <laughs> I shall. I'm getting up. It's like those, think about that clown when you punch it. It comes right back up again. Right? New Century Version says, enemy, don't laugh at me. Devil's going to try to laugh at you. Slap that. Don't laugh at me. I've fallen, but I'll get up again. New Living, do not gloat over me, my enemies. Though I fall, I will arise again. Let's go to Proverbs 24, verse 14, please. Actually, 16. 24, 16, Proverbs. This is good. For a just man or woman, person, falls seven times and rises up again. Put a period there. He's talking about us. We rise up again. New Living says, a godly may trip seven times, but they will get up again. Yeah, sometimes we, we, sometimes we be tripping. Right? It happens. But we get up. Massage. No matter how many times you trip them up, God-loyal people don't stay down long. Come on now. Yeah, we don't stay down long. Soon they're up on their feet while the wicked end up flat on their faces. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 20, verse 9. This is, this is one of my favorites. Everybody has favorite scriptures, and they change almost daily. Because <laughs> it depends. Um, Jeremiah 20, verse 9. Are you there? Then I said, I will not make mention of him. He got mad. He got ticked that God. Anybody get upset with God? Hmm? Yeah. Well, he did. I'm not, I'm not going to make mention of him, nor speak anymore in his name. I quit. But his word was in my heart as a burning fire, shut up in my bones. And I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. New Living Translation. It says, but, if I, but I, if I say I'll never mention the Lord or speak in his name, his word, his word burns in my heart like a fire. It's like a fire in my bones, and I'm worn out trying to hold it in. I can't do it. I can't hold it in anymore. You try to quit. You try to quit. And the word on the inside starts bubbling in your bones, and all of a sudden, you're preaching to everybody that comes around you. Yeah, but I quit. For real, it is. Job 32, verse 16. 
And we'll read that out of the New Living Trans Translation, please. Job 32, 16 to 20. It says, should I continue to wait now that you are silent? Must I also remain silent? No, I'll say my peace. I will speak my mind. Have you ever just sat there and you're just taking it in, you're taking it in, and this word is just starting to bubble because of people around you just speaking doubt and negativity, and they're just... And after a while, it's like, okay, I got I to gotta say, I got something I got to say right now. I've had it. Well, this is what happened. No, I'll say my piece. I'll speak my mind. For Verse 18, I'm full of pent-up words, and, my, and the spirit within me urges me on. I'm like a cask of wine without a vent. I'm like a new wineskin ready to burst. I must speak to find relief. So let me give my answers. I got something to say. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And Romans 8.37, it says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Well, more than conquerors. It's one thing just to be a conqueror, right? But if you're more than that, well, you are a biggie-sized conqueror. So who's going to mess with you? you got all heaven backing you up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The verse that we started the year with, uh, Romans 8, 28, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. All things are working for what? Our good. Um, I have a, uh, a prophecy from Jerry Seville. Check this out. And it is so true. And we're living it. We're walking it out. We're seeing it. And it's happening. It's, it, he said this. Um, he was in Roswell, Georgia. It's a new season of my favor being poured out upon my people, says the Lord. It's a time of unprecedented favor, favor like you've never experienced before. And with it, new doors will open for you. Doors that no man will be able to shut. New opportunities to prosper will suddenly manifest. And you will know that only I could have made this happen for you. And yes, along with this unprecedented favor will also come an outpouring, outpouring of my goodness. So many good things will happen for to and for you that you'll be hardly be able to keep up with it all. We are living in that right now. We are. This is happening. Our house is just, it's, it's. We step back and we just let God go, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. God is not, hey, he has no respect to our persons. This is why this prophecy is not just for me. It's for everybody, for those who take it. Why? Because God's thoughts are not like our thoughts. So take his thoughts and, and, and let me finish. So many good things will happen to and for you that you'll hardly be able to keep, it, keep up with it all. Many will see and say, how is this happening in such a time as this? When others are having their worst of times, you'll be having your best of times. Come on, I'm going to release unto you resources from places that you know not of at this moment. Just stay in faith. Watch and see, it will happen, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. Yes, you are people that will see what other generations before you could only hope to see. I'll say it again. The favor that you will experience will be unprecedented. It'll be wonderful, and it'll be uncomparable. 
So lift up your hands, lift up your voices, shout unto your God, and boldly declare that the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Just say this. After, okay, number one, make a quality decision to never quit. All right? Just settle it. You're not going to quit. But say this after me. I commit myself to God. Come on, outside voice. I commit myself to God. I commit myself to his word. I commit myself to his purpose for my life. I refuse to quit. I refuse to bow to any pressure, to any unbelief. I refuse to compromise through doubt. I'm fearless. I am steadfast in my father's love for me. There is no fear big enough, high enough, broad enough, deep enough, or bad enough to stop what God has called me to do. His plan for my life is not unto my death, it's unto my life. And I refuse to let go of it. Why? God never fails, His word never fails, His love never fails. Therefore, 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 I will never fail. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.